Hey, what's up, man? Not much, dude. How's it going? Oh, going all right. I can't see you. Uh, I just did the phone call. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all right, sweet. It's early yeah, here. I will. <laughs> yeah. Hold on one second. I'll switch the video off then. Oh, okay. That's a dope setup, though. I mean, I like that. That's a dope. Uh... <laughs> Dude, yeah, I had to, like, really kind of hurry up and do this because, like, I my my studio is just, like, downtown. It's probably, like, five minutes away. Yeah. But um, I had to go down and get all my stuff and do it here because, like, everyone was, you know, getting getting crazy about the, uh, the virus and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to be trapped in a room with people. <laughs> I know this whole shelter in place thing. It's uh, it's getting pretty serious. Dude, it's nuts, man. I don't even really know like what uh, what like the restrictions are in like California and stuff. It, yeah, California. Like, it's, what's the what's the shelter in place thing? Well, also they've not what. Well, I'll explain what we're doing here, and then you can fill me in on what you guys are doing there. Then, because here, the the governor pretty much issued. Like it started out with each individual county was kind of just taking preemptive action and saying, okay, well, we're just going to advise people to go ahead and stay in, stay in place. And it started with the same kind of pattern in different counties. So it started with, if you're of this age and older, like the senior citizen group, go ahead and stay home and don't travel. Mm -hmm. And then they started, I think the next step was they canceled school and then after that, it was like, okay, well, everybody in this county, go ahead and stay home or shelter in place. It's advised. Now you can still go to the grocery store. You can still go out and do other things if you need medications and things. It's not like a, you have to stay home. And then because each individual county was doing it, the governor of California just said straight up, everybody, the entire state, go ahead and shelter in place. So this has affected like a lot of jobs out here. A lot of people oh, yeah. are wondering if their job is like essential so that they can keep working. And that's pretty much, it, it's an advisory. It's not like anybody's being forced to, I don't think anyone's getting fined for not being indoors, right. but there are definitely people like on social media who are like, Oh, I'm out hiking or I'm out at the beach. And it's kind of counterintuitive. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like here, um, the whole stay at home order just kind of happened like last week. Yeah. Um, and so like businesses are definitely closed here. Uh, there's a lot of people doing like deliveries and curbside pickup and like all of that. Yeah. Um, but most businesses are closed. Uh, like my video business, like, dude, I had like six shoots canceled this month. It was terrible dude <laughs> it was just like one by one and then once it got serious i was like oh okay well cool like you know whatever but like it was kind of before everything was like stay at home yeah and then like they were just like picking off one and one one by one and i was like damn it and then uh yeah so the stay at home order like came into effect like last week and then uh we are still allowed to go hiking and things like that um yeah. like take walks and stuff but uh they're telling us like stay six feet away from people all of this stuff and then yesterday they told us we had to wear masks to go outside really yeah see we're not so at that level yet yeah it's pretty clear i don't know if it's because we're close to new york um 
but yeah, it was really wild. And so I got that information on Facebook. I watched the, uh, our governor came on and told us that that's what had to happen. So like I had some masks that I had like preemptively ordered Yeah, and, uh, was just holding on to them. And, uh, so I put one on and me and my wife, we each put one on and then we went and took a walk and like all these people were walking past us, like looking at us, like what the hell is wrong with them? And they kept <laughs> on like, you know, they weren't coming anywhere near us. And I was like, man, I kind of like this. It's coming <laughs> anywhere near me. And so, you, and you see, good. I'm not sure how like the social community is over there in Pittsburgh, but at least here in California, like people tend to keep their, their distance. I've, I've heard like people here in this area can be a little bit more friendly. Like when you run into somebody who's a stranger and just saying hello and things like that and passing by, but it is like that completely, like everybody's trying to avoid one another. I mean, you make eye contact and it's like, okay, we, we both know we're trying to stay away from each other or they're avoiding going down certain aisles in the store. Oh yeah. That's happening here for sure. I mean, like typically East coasters are like, you know, we're assholes anyway. So it's just, you know, you really don't, typically talk too much to people, (laughs) but like, you know, there's Pittsburgh's actually kind of friendly. I mean, you will have people going out of their way just to like make little conversations with people. But, uh, yesterday I went to the grocery store to get some stuff for the weekend. And, uh, there were some folks that just were like, if they saw like one person in an aisle, an entire aisle, they were like stopping and turning around and going somewhere else. And I was starting to do the same because I just like, I could hear people like sneezing and coughing and I'm like, I got to get the hell out of here. I'm like, so I just like grabbed what I could and, you know, grab some pasta, grab some sauce and got the hell out of there. (laughs) Now you mentioned uh, videography taking a hit and I have a couple uh, photography buddies who, I mean, I, I stopped kind of ramping back. Uh, my photography thing as I started getting more into like podcasting, but I have Mm. one wedding this year that I'll, that I have on the books and I'm not sure if I'll need to cancel that or if they'll, if they're going to cancel and a couple of my photography friends there, they've had weddings that they've had to push out or just straight up cancel altogether. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's happening. Um, like, like I said, like, so I had like six shoots canceled. Mine are all like corporate gigs, commercial gigs. Yeah. Um, I do have a ton of friends that are in the wedding business and, uh, yeah, their weddings are getting pushed back. It's, it's really wild because, you know, there were some emails and stuff and I don't know where they originated. I don't know if they were in our area, but a lot of my friends were sharing them. Yeah. Uh, brides sending emails to like the guests and saying like, do not skip my wedding. We are having my wedding still, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like if you skip my wedding, I will never speak to you again. Type wow. Of shit. It's like, man, come on. But, uh, as it got more and more serious, then I noticed that, yeah, a couple of my buddies and I'm friends with some DJs too. Oh, geez. And saying, uh, that, yeah, they were having some problems, uh, with their bookings and, I mean, it's, it's gotta be pretty obvious now. I mean, I, uh, hate to like be a downer, but <laughs> a friend of mine, uh, his grandmother passed away like a few days ago and they, I mean, they couldn't have a funeral. Gosh, that's how serious it is out here. Like 
they are telling people, you know, let's do something for the person after this is all done. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty intense. Yeah. I heard a story of someone having to like stream the services and this was before, like before things were really getting serious, it was like, okay, well, they're just going to try to social distance. So the, I don't know if the mortuary or the, the, the funeral home, uh, they were, they were allowing, uh, just the immediate yeah. family to be there. And then they set up a camera to, to just kind of stream it for the rest of the family. Yeah. I think yeah, that I think, those, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think maybe that's what ended up happening. I think the family ended up, uh, like really kind of getting upset, not like mad, but very like sad. And I think they figured out something, uh, for there to be under 10 people there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty wild. The, just talking about streaming the, like the video app. I don't know if you've heard of that zoom. It seems like everybody's on that now. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, I was going to try to conduct my podcasts, uh, via zoom. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what it is. It seems like everybody in the world has a better internet connection than I do. Like, <laughs> I think I, we're in the same boat. <laughs> dude, it's so crazy. Like I know for a fact, like I'm in, I'm in the middle of like a small city Yeah. and I have like the fastest internet that variety or, uh, whoever I get it from Comcast or whatever. Yeah. I have the fastest internet that, it, that you can get from them. And for some reason it will not support a, like a DSLR for webcam <laughs> on Skype or any other program. And zoom definitely wasn't having it. It was like, it like shut down my whole computer. Oh geez. <laughs> That's one of yeah. the bum deals. Like whenever I'm, um, I'm in discord with uh, a buddy of mine at work and it cuts out and he's like, we came to come to find out it's whenever my wife uh, uses the microwave, my internet just takes a dump. <laughs> and so, Oh man. <laughs> so like I have a, I let her know I'm doing a podcast right now. Can you refrain from, you know, warming up anything this morning? <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. That's hysterical. So yeah, then it's, it's, it's weird. I don't know. I wanted to talk cause for one, yeah, we clearly don't know each other because I, I found you through social media, through Instagram right, and yeah. everything like that. But one of the things that I did want to talk to you about because I'm super interested and I've had pretty much no one to talk to about this is I wanted to talk shop because we both have Roadcaster Pros. We both are doing the podcast thing. I was trying to do it with guests as like before this whole virus thing hit. So I've had a couple over, but I really wanted to talk to you about like what got you into this and, and like just the evolution of your setup. Cause it's really nice. Oh, thanks man. Um, yeah. So I mean, podcasting in general, uh, was like something that I guess I just didn't think that I would ever really do. Um, it was, I've always been into talk radio, yeah. um, since, Ah, uh, gosh, like the end of my high school days, I think I would like s listen to like some Howard Stern on the way into school in the morning. And then uh, when I was in college, I would I switched over and started listening to some other guys in New York, uh, Opie and Anthony, and uh, just kind of like got real into talk radio. 
and they were having comedians in all the time. They were on XM. And, uh, so that's where I kind of got introduced to, you know, Bob Kelly and Jim Norton and, uh, Joe Rogan and like all these guys. And so I really got heavy into comedy and, uh, cause I was like listening to these dudes for like four hours a day. And then <laughs> that just kind of, you know, as things progressed and people started like getting these things called podcasts, I was like, Oh man, what is this? So I started listening to, I think the first one I started listening to was the Mark Marin pod, uh, podcast. And then, uh, you know, obviously went into Joe Rogan and, uh, so I was just kind of like sitting around the last like maybe a year, year and a half ago at this point. And I told my wife, I was like, I should do a local podcast, like something for the community here. Yeah. Because I want to like spotlight local businesses and really kind of like my whole area is going through this like resurgence. Oh, okay. Where, um, it's like our town for the longest time has just kind of been like this small little sleepy town out here in Pennsylvania. And for whatever reason, um, you know, there was always this like old boys club that kind of ran the city, like the city council and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, they didn't want anything fun to happen here. Like literally blocking food trucks from being in the city limits, uh, all kinds of stuff because they didn't want to take business away from brick and mortar and all of this stupid stuff. (laughs) And, uh, you know, the young kids here, um, well, younger, we really couldn't understand that. So eventually it just, it got to a point where we were just like, nah, this isn't going to happen anymore. And we literally just started making changes and it started happening and now everybody's on board. So, that was kind of the idea to like, you know, join in and yeah. get the podcast rolling. Um, truth be told, the reason that I got the podcast rolling in the first place was a marketing move on my part for the video business. Yeah. Um, Same here I, <laughs> for the yeah, photography. <laughs> right? So I wanted to find a way to network with local businesses. So I would have these people in and talk to them. Uh, they would hear about my video business. I would hear about their business and obviously all of their friends and family that are going to come and listen to them be on a podcast are going to hear about my business as well. Yeah. So that started to happen and that's kind of this whole local focus is why my podcast kind of grew very fast. Um, I've only done 20 episodes ever in my entire life. Oh really? And, uh, yeah, and it's uh, wildly popular here. How many? But, how many like throwaway episodes do you have? Because for myself, I have like maybe twenty or almost thirty that were just like trial and error because I, I was learning. I had no idea how to edit yeah. or anything. And these episodes will never see the light of day because it's just like too cringeworthy. Yeah. Uh, see, I kind of went. Uh, I jumped on the grenade. I, <laughs> The first episode I did was the first episode I ever did. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> so it was just like, I spent a lot of time and you, you'll know this being, being a creative guy, you'll know this. I did everything in my power to talk myself out of doing this. 
Yeah. Uh, I sat there and was like, I, as I was buying equipment and like, you know, this stuff's getting delivered to my house and I'm stocking it like up in my office. Yeah. And I'm finally like got to the point where I was like, okay, I have everything. Why am I doing this? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, no one's going to come listen to me talk. Why? And, uh, my wife was just like, look, you already bought a studio space. You bought the equipment. Like you're, you're deep. You're in deep right now. So you have to do this. And, uh, I like so that I approach though. That's a pretty good approach. Cause for me, it's, I, I do have a lot of that self doubt and yeah. I, I tiptoe into things. So like with photography, it was like, I got a free, I borrowed a DSLR at entry level and I just started taking pictures with it. And then I bought a, something a little nicer and then something even nicer than that to, till yeah. I was like, am I really going to do this? And the same thing with the podcast. I mean, I started with, I think it was, um, uh, what was that? You know, the little, um, the Rosetta stone where you get the, you learn like another language. Oh yeah. 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 It comes with like a, a super janky, like microphone attached to a headset and it's a USB mic. I use that. <laughs> that was nice. my first <laughs> That was my yeah. first microphone until Dude, I learned awesome. it. I mean, it just like, yeah, I am, I am like the, the opposite of that. I get an idea and I go all in immediately. And then if, you know, I'm into it, then cool. I'm into it and I stick with it. And then there's some times where I'm all in on an idea and then I just see it not, not panning out the way yeah. that I expected. And then I'm just like, boom, I'm bailing and I'm out. I like that though. But, Cause uh, it's like the whole no risk, no reward kind of. Yeah. I mean, I it. think I would, I would probably have been way more nervous. Um, I have a YouTube channel that I've been, kind of curating for the last like four years. Um, it's on uh, YouTube as uh, Jordan Hauser digital. It's the same as my business name and okay. I go on there and uh, I have camera tutorials like how to uh, shoot better B roll or how to, you know, edit your audio to sound better in your videos or something like that. So it's always like a tutorial, like kind of like an educational lesson type of thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I was lucky enough to make a few videos that kind of got some notoriety from different people, uh, on YouTube and on the internet and stuff. And, uh, so I was making these videos very frequently, like three times a week. I would, I would make some videos Oh, nice. And, uh, so I grew that channel to like, I think uh, somewhere around like 6,000 subscribers, I think. And it's, uh, I think that's really what gave me the confidence to be in front of a camera, be in front of a, you know, somebody that I'm interviewing or speaking into a mic, you know, yeah. I was always just kind of like after that experience, I was kind of more comfortable just, just doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people have a hard time. Um, just like for anybody who think is thinking about starting a podcast or anything like that. I mean, being in front of a camera, though it's not necessary, it helps to diversify having a YouTube channel to coincide with an audio podcast. And yeah. for myself, it's just, 
I had worked for years in like customer service jobs. So speaking with the public and helping them. And then I got into blue collar work where I just work with the same group of guys. I don't get to meet anybody new. So I kind of had this like thirsting for conversation with strangers that, yeah. that, that I missed from customer service jobs. And so that segued into things like photography where I would just meet somebody. But then as I had a family and, or, you know, have children, now my time being able to get out of the house is limited. So it, it it's weird how these paths sort of just, we find these, <laughs> yeah these ways to, to now I'm doing this. Like sometimes I look at my setup and it's like, wow, I've really kind of got involved with this over time. Yeah, dude. And it's awesome. I mean, like, you know, I never really expected, I mean, I kind of knew, um, just because of the plan that I had set in place that it would be, uh, kind of popular. Yeah. Um, only because it was locally focused. I think that, you know, always in YouTube, uh, that was always the the big piece of advice from like, you know, people who were, uh, you know, big famous YouTubers. They would always say like, you know, niche down, niche down, focus on one particular thing. You know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, so that's what I wanted to do. I was just like, you know what? I want to have these people in face to face. Um, I, I don't really, unless I have to, which now I have to because of the, <laughs> because of the virus, I have to do these things over the phone now. Yeah. And, uh, but I feel this, like, like you were saying, there's this connection with people that like you really get being face to face and like talking to people. And, uh, I knew that it was going to at least drag in their family, family members and friends. I knew that. But then, you know, I didn't really think too much about like, oh my God, these people are going to share this on Facebook. It's going to get huge. <laughs> like one of my episodes, I think it was like maybe my 12th or 13th episode. I interviewed uh, some girls here that opened a store and uh, they were so funny. They were all just like very outspoken, hilarious girls like and that episode did like, it's like, I think we're around 4,000 views on Facebook. Oh, wow. Like, it's crazy. It got shared like, oh my God, like 50, 60 times. And it just like, it continues to like pop up on my feed. And I'm like, who the hell's sharing this now? <laughs> and it's, you know, it was like, it was a while ago. It was like a couple months ago. Yeah. But, uh yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, if we're talking shop, giving advice to like other people out there who want to do a podcast and stuff, it's just like, you know, kind of find your, find your, your niche or niche or however you want to say it. And just, uh, really focus on that because you might feel like you're limiting yourself, but you're really not. And I think it definitely has to be something that you are interested in talking about. Like mm -hmm. there are individuals who might see a YouTube channel and think, well, I like, and I, just speaking for myself, it's like, I like taking photos with a camera, but I really don't care to talk about photography. Yeah. I, it, it's something that I enjoy, but do I want to teach somebody how to shoot manual? Do I want to talk about lenses? Do I want to talk about cameras? The honest right. 
answer is no, I don't, I don't. Um, but just having random conversations with people and well, even the title of mine, a dad's podcast project, it was kind of just spearheaded towards like my journey as a father, a new father and my experiences that I'm having with my kids. But the name is kind of more broad that it doesn't necessarily have to be just that it's like, right. It's a project that I'm, that I'm doing. It's just something as a father that I'm, I'm creating. And I, I guess it allows me to just have these, these types of conversations with people. Yeah, man. I think, I think it's awesome. Uh, I mean, like obviously being a dad, you know, that's something you're passionate about. That's something that you could talk about. And the fact that it is kind of open-ended like that, like this is my project. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, it allows <laughs> you to talk to anybody about anything. I mean, like, you know, we're not sitting here talking about kids. I have some stepchildren and I love them very much, but you know, I don't, you know, they're older kids and they're like 13 and, and almost eight. And you know, it's not like we sit around and just talk about like kids stuff all the time. Like, yeah. you know, they're, they're pretty old, uh, you know, as far they're old souls too. I mean, like they're super smart. They're very good at school. Everything is, you know, I feel like I'm talking to adults when I speak to them. Yeah. And it's so odd. I'm just like, what did you just say to me? <laughs> like, you do, what word did you just use? And it's so crazy because like they're way into like science and, and math and reading and all this stuff. And I'm like, all right, I feel like an idiot speaking to you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's so crazy. Like, uh, yeah. how old were they when they came into your life? Um, so five years ago, the youngest was three and, uh, the oldest was, I think he was just turning eight. Okay. So, yeah. So you've definitely had a lot of time with them and, and growing and learning and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's real fun too, because like they're, they know, you know, what I do and they're real kind of like curious about what I do and what I'm into and like, they always are like, Hey, can we make a YouTube video today or something like that? And we'll make, <laughs> you know, we'll make a YouTube video and put it on one of their channels. Or, uh, if it's like a B roll lesson, we'll put it on my channel, but I'll use the kids in there. And, uh, I, you know, I walked downstairs the one day and I heard my voice and I like looked around the corner and the kids just like sitting on the couch, like with, sitting there staring at his phone playing a game and he was listening to the podcast <laughs> and I was like, this is like, it's real, it's awesome. It's yeah. just real to see them like kind of getting into, cause their dad, their biological dad, you know, we're very different. He is very, uh, blue collar. He owns his own business as well. Uh, he's a, he's a painter okay. and he, he paints, um, you know, houses and businesses and all kinds of stuff. So they've got kind of the best of both worlds between the two of us. It's it's like, you know, they've got this tech nerdy guy over here and then they got like, you know, their dad who's, um, you know, a painter, hard worker, you know, out there doing it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's nice, man. Having diversity like that. Not everybody kind of has that kind of experience. Sometimes you get yeah, these, you know, nightmarish kind of it, it between like, there's the dad and here's the second dad kind of thing. Yeah. No, nah, yeah. We've always been uh, 
pretty close. I mean, like, you know, obviously, you know, there's been times here and there where like things are a little rocky, but you know, for the most part, I mean, we've been pretty tight. I just a few weeks ago, we were, you know, before all of this started, uh, the two of us and the kids were outside at my house on the sidewalk skateboarding, (laughs) (laughs) you know, just like, you know, Oh yeah, I used to do this when I was younger and I was like, yeah, me too. And like, you know, just dicking around with the kids and stuff. It was cool. Yeah. I like that. So to get back onto, cause I still want to pick your brain. Yeah. I don't know where the <laughs> hell we went. Detour. I know. I still want to pick your brain. Why, what made you, cause I, I went, like I had mentioned before, different route with different, um, editing softwares and then finally realizing if I wanted a better audio sound to my podcast, I needed to have an external recorder and a better microphone. So I went the route of purchasing a small uh, Zoom H6. I figured my podcast might be mobile. I might be going to people. Um, I didn't think I was going to be anchored in one spot. But then when I realized I'm going to be anchored, I went with the Rodecaster Pro which came out at just the right time because it was it pretty much checked all the boxes that I needed. Phone, right on, conversations, dude. computer connectability, multi-channels, all this stuff. So did you jump right into just the Roadcaster or did you have like a different mixer journey? Um, so, yeah, it was, you know, like a year it took me to like really kind of acquire all the equipment, get the idea together, um, you know, quit talking myself out of it, all of that stuff, like I said. And what had happened was I originally planned on being mobile and I wanted to get, uh, you know, just a small recorder or a little board um, to take two mics, two stands, um, real simple. I didn't want to do video. Uh, I was just going to do audio and go to these people's businesses. And then I started thinking about it and I was like, well, there's really nothing environmentally that I can control in these places. You know, I'd hate to be the guy that's interviewing, you know, a coffee shop owner and you know, there's somebody in there being loud and then they can visually see me getting frustrated. (laughs) And I don't want to be that guy because I definitely am that guy. I don't have a poker face. If I'm (laughs) like, if I'm flustered or frustrated, like you can see it immediately. So I was like, okay, I have to control the environment around me. And, uh, I was talking to a buddy of mine. I was actually doing headshots for him for, uh, his LinkedIn profile. And he had said, Hey, did you ever check out, uh, the Westmoreland, cultural trust. And I was like, well, I don't even know what that is. And he was like, honestly, it's, it's right across the street from, you know, this coffee shop that I always go to. And I was like, Oh, cool. So I went over there and I got some information and, uh, I said, do you got you, I hear that you guys have space, you know, uh, incubator spaces like for artists. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, that's really cool. Um, I said, what are like the, you know, what boxes do I have to check to be approved for this? And they were just like, well, you know, if you're creating something or, you know, we're wide open to it, we have ceramic artists, we have painters, we have, uh, 
art therapists. We have like all kinds of people. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I do a podcast or well, at that time I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. <laughs> You're pitching and the they idea. Were like, <laughs> right. Yeah. And they were like, okay, yeah, that's awesome. And I told them a little bit about the idea. How I was going to like focus on local people, local artists, local businesses. And they were very into the idea immediately. Um, and, uh, so they took me around, saw some spaces and the spaces were absolutely the most affordable thing on the entire planet. And I was like, what? And they were just <laughs> like, yeah, this is how much this costs a month. And I was like, I would be an idiot not to do this. Like, even if the podcast doesn't work out, I'm keeping my space. Yeah. I do something in that space. Um, you know, even if it was like, if I had to do consultations, I could just set up a desk and do consults in there, uh, you know, for clients for uh, video or photo or whatever. Yeah. And, um, so I was like, all right, cool. Am I allowed to paint? Am I allowed to make it my own? And they were like, you can do anything you want in this room. And I was like, excellent. So I painted it and put up, uh, you know, my little fake palette wall thing and got a table donated to me from my wife's, uh, company, they're amazing people. And then, uh, picked up the Roadcaster Pro. And, um, that was because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be mobile. I really want this thing to do a lot of stuff. And what dragged me to the Roadcaster Pro was the fact that it accepted XLR mics. It had all the headphone jacks immediately or, uh, integrated into it. Yeah. It recorded to a micro SD card. I didn't have to worry about like, you know, getting a computer involved or anything like that. Um, you know, the little, uh, sound pads. Oh, those I mean, are, yeah. You know, those <laughs> Intro are fun. Music. I don't, yeah, I don't use them, uh, normally, uh, when I'm like in the studio doing it, I do everything in post. I add the music in post. Okay. But now doing the podcast from home, you know, I'm trying to really do these more fast and just like, you know, pump out an episode, get it up. And I, because I think it's like, it's acceptable right now because yeah. like I have this certain level of, um, quality that I want for my in-studio podcast. But, you know, I kind of started like, Oh, Hey, I can relax a little bit on this because I'm doing this from home. Everybody knows I'm trying really hard. And so, you know, I fade in my music, I fade it out, all of that stuff. Um, I've got Michael Scott on there doing the, that's what she said, just in case somebody says something <laughs> funny. Um, <laughs> it's just like, it's a really awesome piece of gear. And the fact that it takes phone calls is unbelievable because yeah. if I end up, switching to a live format at some point. Um, you know, I can just flash up there like, uh, you know, maybe use like Ecamm live or something like that to, to go out to Facebook or YouTube and just say like, you can put up a little ticker at the bottom that says like, you know, live call in boom. And you just get yourself like a Google, Google phone number and they can call in and you can take calls. Oh dude, that would be awesome. One yeah, of the things I mean, that like, I've had an issue any, with, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, you can, you can do anything with this thing. It's wild. Yeah. The only thing I've had an issue with, with my Rodecaster Pro is the audio syncing issues. 
when it when it comes to like live streaming. So for example, um, we're live on YouTube and the audio, I already know it's not going to sync up because I'm yeah. on a phone call. So the audio takes the phone call as a priority and then secondary will pipe the audio to the computer. And I've tried certain things like adjusting latency and adjusting all this other stuff. Um, spent like hours trying to figure it out. And it's just like, I feel like it's just the nature of the beast. This is what it is. Unless I yeah. go a different route with, you know, like, um, the brand black magic, I think it is. Um, yeah. they make like broadcasting, like prosumer level broadcasting components. So unless I went that way, uh, this is kind of like what I can do with this one piece of kit. And it's, it's amazing everything that it does do just like you said with phone calls um having audio go directly into the computer like if it's just me or if it's a local podcast and people are using the microphones in studio the there is no latency i can have the camera on them just fine uh it's like as soon as i introduce the phone things get things get a little wonky yep dude i'm going through the same thing i mean like i wanted like last night I was watching CNN and uh, they had a Skype interview and I can't tell you, I was sitting there cooking dinner and I'm just like, you know, side eyeing the TV, just kind of <laughs> like looking at it. And my wife was like, you're like very focused on this story. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not even <laughs> listening to what this lady's saying. I am looking at the fact that there is no delay on this lady. And it says right up in the corner via Skype and it, it made me so mad. I was just like, <laughs> why, like, what are they doing that is like making this so crystal clear and beautiful Skype interview? And, yeah. and how can I do it? You know, it, uh, it's all, it's, it's definitely a, you know, uh, like a thing where you just kind of, you grow all the time. You know, uh, I just got this, uh, this cam link. Okay this thing started cam link 4k thing it's like a little usb drive oh yeah plug, i've got one of those yeah you plug a dslr into it and then you can use it as your webcam and it looks sick it looks amazing but if you try to use that with skype like before you called me i tried to hook up my dslr camera because I, I didn't know if we were doing video or not yeah picture looked great but before you even called me, it just like literally was shutting down my computer. And I'm like, man, <laughs> and you know, my computer is really not that old. It's like a, you know, pretty new MacBook pro. Yeah. And, uh, it just, so I don't know if it's, uh, you know, I need a more powerful computer or something like that, but yeah, it's wild. Well, to be honest with you, cause we're both, uh, brethren in the Mac world. I also use a Mac. Um, I think that the truth is that it's because it's a Mac that that's why it doesn't work. A lot oh, of the dang. things that I, that I find that I would like to do, especially with incorporating, uh, the cam link or right now my cam link is sort of out of commission. So I'm using an Elgato, um, which is pretty oh, yeah. much for the gaming, like connecting a, uh, a console to, um, the Mac is limited with OBS for like capturing video and with Skype. And I think 
its uh, Discord, a lot of these services they're tailored for Windows OS. So yeah, everything that you want to do and that you should be able to do and that you actually can do, you can do it on a Windows computer, but you can't really do it on a Mac. It's super limited. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it's a raw deal. It really <laughs> <laughs> what a bummer. Oh well. Yeah, I tried. I but, tried. Um, I actually tried the same thing uh, using my DSLR as a webcam yeah. with Skype, and it was like, nope. And this one, I, I mean, I bought it for video editing and photo editing. It's the desktop um, Mac, and it's just it doesn't do it. Yeah, that's so crazy because I do. I have the uh, I this morning while I was getting set up for this, I was like, as soon as we're done. I'm going to try and switch everything over to my other Mac. I have a, a big tower, like the old uh, big tower Mac that I got rebuilt. Those are those uh, like G5s? Heavy, or... Yeah, like heavy editing and stuff like that. Like this thing's yeah. a beast. <laughs> um, I had like one of my friends build this thing for me. It's got like a 12-core processor. Like It's just nuts. It's huge. Um and I was like, I'm going to try on there. It'll probably be the same thing. I should probably just like go out and get like some crappy windows, like desktop for like 400 bucks. And yeah. And that's actually all you need. Like my wife, she has a, a windows laptop for school and because apparently online schooling that she, the online class she was taking required yeah. like some windows thing. So we had to mm. buy a windows computer just for that. And yeah. I mean, yeah, my buddy was telling me, oh, you can just use boot camp. And it's like, I don't want Windows on my Mac. Like, I bought a Mac for Mac. Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, dude. I'm the same way. I'm like, no way. Not doing it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to turn on my computer and it be Windows. So we went and we bought one of those. And just to just to see, is it really just a Windows computer that is going to work? I plugged in my Cam Link. I plugged in my Elgato. And I had two cameras set up uh one for well i use the elgato with a um a game console so i can stream gameplay and then my dslr with the cam link for video and it works seamlessly oh my gosh and because it's streaming it, it doesn't need all of the processing power that you would need for like everything else like an actual gaming computer all the gaming was being done on the console and it's just accepting the um the input from the video and then streaming that out. So it's just, it's like a Windows thing. Like Windows has more, they, they made this stuff like for Windows and then it's like, okay, well, let's do some things for Mac too because I'm sure people with Macs want to use this <laughs> stuff too. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to, as soon as we're done, I'm going to start looking for a little cheap Windows computer just, <laughs> just to run this setup because, you know, I don't know exactly how long, you know, we're going to be stuck yeah, in the house doing, you know, living like this. And, um, you know, I want to get back to it and I need to see people like I, I work from home and I all the time. And now that I'm stuck at home at, in the nighttime, yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, <laughs> is it like killing me? My wife, she has an essential job. Um, Part of part of that is is good, and then the other half of me is like, you know, I don't want my wife to get sick. Mm -hmm. uh, but 
you know, she's going to an office where there's just like very minimal people. We know everybody, you know, it's a small business. So, um, you know, we're, we're happy about that. Yeah. But, uh, it's just like, she at least gets to get out of the house and I am just like here all of the time. And I'm like, (laughs) man, this is crazy. So this podcast is really kind of my outlet to like see people and talk to people and definitely need to be able to see them without my computer just you know kicking the bucket (laughs) yeah and definitely being able to incorporate your dslr because once you go dslr as like a source for video you can never go back there's there is no webcam i don't care how much they want to market that it can give you that bokeh in the background and and you know have crystal clear clarity there's nothing like changing a lens out to get in the exact focal length you want. And you just, you know, like the, um, what is it? Like the color technology that comes with Canon versus an icon. And you you know, the video Mm -hmm. image is just so different with a DSLR. Oh yeah. It's, it's amazing. I mean, like when, when we first started talking, uh, this, this morning here on Skype, it was, uh, I was on a, like an actual webcam, like a Logitech, 930 or something like that. Yeah. And uh so that's what you saw and I absolutely th- I thought that was like one of the best pictures <laughs> ever in the world when I first got that webcam I was like, "Oh my god, this thing's so clear." And then I got this cam link and I was like, "Oh my god, that thing is is dog shit." Sorry. <laughs> if, not, if you don't swear on your podcast, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. You keep that out, but uh yeah, it, uh, I really ruined everything for myself when I got that cam link because I was like, okay, nothing compares to this. And, you know, <laughs> it was so crazy because like, you know, now that I'm thinking about people using this stuff, um, you know, there are these people that are using Zoom all the time for work now. Yeah. And I'm like, how are they running a very nice camera on their meetings and why is it like why is there no latency at all like this is like everything's perfect and <laughs> i'm way more techie than this guy like how is he doing it? and i'm not guys using windows and yeah. he doesn't even know it he's just like oh yeah plug it in and uh it works yeah and, and like forever i felt that way about mac it's like oh you have to you have to plug in a driver. You have to load a CD. Like I just plug a camera in and it just recognizes right. it. I just plug a printer in and I'm good to go. But then it's <laughs> like, oh, you want to use software? Well, right. not really. Not really going to work on this. Not today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I had the same thing when it came to using the DSLR, but the battery life was an issue. So I pretty much yeah. hit up Amazon and found whatever battery plug-in thing adapter would just go right into my camera. Is that the same that you're, you're using too? Um, for like right unlimited now, power. Yeah. Like right now. Uh, so my DSLR, I have, I have some cannons. I tried those out and, uh, I liked them. They were like very awesome looking. And then this past tax purposes, uh, right after Christmas, I decided to pull the trigger on a Sony a seven three. Ooh. And, nice. uh, I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to do this and, you know, taxes will be good. <laughs> and uh, so I did that and then I plugged the Sony into the cam link and it's like 4K. It's unbelievable. Like, I don't even know that I want people to see my face this crystal clear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not even real life. Dude, I, I recorded a video. Um, I don't know. I probably took it down because I had a lot of test videos that I put up on my YouTube and mm -hmm. I showed like my buddy at work and he was like, dude, you can like, you can see the little stubble on your facial hair. Like it's yeah. super crisp. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a DSLR right there. Cause I had a what, couple cameras just What camera around. are you using? Uh, I have a Nikon, uh, D7500 or no, D was yeah. D7500. Nice. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about going, no, it's the D500. Sorry. Um, okay. it was pretty much the, the, what is it? The, the smaller sensor. Uh, but it was like the, the best you can get because of the frame rate and all that stuff at the time. Um, yeah. I was like on the fence. Do I want to go full frame or do I want to go crop sensor? And it was either the D500 or the D750. So yeah. I, I ended up just going D500. And if I could do it again, I would have went full set, full frame. But um, I had a couple cameras just lying around the house. I have like an old, old, old Canon Vixia just oh, nice. camcorder yeah. that I was like, you know, I still have this thing. Maybe I'll try that and see how it works. It's terrible. It's terrible in low light <laughs> conditions. Um, it the Even though it's like shoots in 1080p, it looks really muddy. Um, yeah. and then I had, a well, I still have a Sony RX 100 Mark five. Oh, nice. And I was like, well, I'll try this one. And that one's like super nice. The autofocus is great, yeah. but it's just too wide. And I record yeah. in my garage and I, it's like, I don't want everyone seeing like what I got going on in this garage. So <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I needed something a little tighter yeah. and I mean, I even tried a GoPro. That was like the wrong direction to go. That was even wider. And yeah. being a part of the big That's boy club. That's what I club. use at my studio. Yeah. I use a GoPro at my studio. And, you know, for just the purposes of recording it to video, uh, I just have like that one angle at the end of my table that catches everything. And I'm just like, you know, being a video guy, it pains me to like <laughs> not have like a serious video um, setup. Like a two, setup. would you do like a two or a three camera setup? If you could have your way. If like I could if, have my way, it would be a three camera. I would just have that one at the end of the table to catch both of us, one on me, one on them. And it's just like, you know, do I want to invest in the cameras to like do this? You know, I have the cameras to do it. So yeah. maybe it's just me carting equipment back and forth from the studio to my house. Um, but then it's like, I have to set up like a switcher. Now, mm -hmm. do I want to just, you know, do I want to take myself out of the conversation and set some of my focus on like hitting these buttons? Like, Hey, every time he talks, I have to hit camera two. If I hit, yeah. if I start talking, I have to hit camera one. You know, like, and then do I hire an intern? I don't know. I don't, I, 
you know, I do these things on like Thursday afternoons. So like <laughs> who the hell's available on Thursday afternoon? You know what I mean? So it's just like, and do I want to add to my editing process? Exactly. Like, I don't want to sit here and go through an hour long episode and make camera cuts and all that stuff. So I don't know. I think I'm kind of just like happy with audio at this point and just like a catch all GoPro angle down there. Maybe I'll switch that camera out uh, at some point just to like make it nicer. But yeah, I have the, um, I tried having the camera on myself, but I don't really make eye contact with the camera as well as I should. So I even tried off to like camera left, but that didn't really work either because it was like, well, who am I like? Am I like in a documentary? Am I being interviewed here? (laughs) So it was kind of a weird angle. And so right now I I like the Roadcaster's um, little uh, digital screen setup. So I just have the camera focused on that. And we're just watching the sound uh, audio bars just bouncing up and down as we talk. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. I figured ah, that that's probably a pretty good angle. And I mean, if people really like it and it, you know, sky's the limit, then maybe we include another camera or we have a guest camera and stuff like that. But I'm in the same boat with you when it comes to the editing process. I've got to have it like as streamlined as possible working in blue collar as a, um, as a machinist, it's all about just like making the most out of your time because Oh yeah, man. It's, it's a production. Yeah. I used to work in a machine shop. My dad, um, my dad has a machine shop. Oh really? uh, And he, uh, you know, he's like second in command there. So he hired me when I was like out of high school and it was one of those things where it was like, all right, you know, now you're going to, now you're going to learn, you know, how to, how to work hard and all this stuff. And it was just (laughs) like, you know, I got it 10 times worse because it was my, you know, my dad was one of the bosses there. (laughs) So it was like, you know, there would be guys who, uh, you know, be leaving at two o'clock in the afternoon or something like shifts over. And my dad's like, nah, you're staying till four. And I'm like, (laughs) Oh Jesus. But yeah, man. I mean like that, that life's tough because I mean, we would work 10 hour days, like six days a week. So it was, you know, whatever free time I had back then, I was like (laughs) really using every ounce of it to do something. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. It's like a side hustle. And that's what I was doing for the longest time before I owned my company. It was just like going to work. I was driving down to Pittsburgh every day, uh, getting stuck in traffic, working, you know, eight, eight and a half, nine hours, then driving home. And by the time I got home, man, I was like trying to make this YouTube thing work. Yeah. And I'm like sitting there shooting, editing, you know, YouTube videos until two, three in the morning. And then I have to get up at seven to, you know, shower and get ready to go back to work. Well, that's what drives a lot of people's passions too, is what you're willing to do for free pretty much. And here you are, you're like making money doing something that you really didn't prefer. And then you're coming home and hustling and working harder than you, than you probably ever did in that eight and a half hours in a smaller chunk of time for something that you were passionate about. Absolutely. <laughs> I was definitely working harder for my own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And that's no a doubt about that. That's a thing too. Like I, I feel like there are some people that because I was talking with my buddy on Discord and he was saying how webcams were like all sold out online. Probably mm. with this stay at home order, there's probably gonna be a huge influx of people trying to jump on the the gaming train. Oh God. Yeah. And stream video games. So they need a webcam for themselves. Even podcasting. We're probably going to see a huge flood of people coming out. Like I have a podcast now, which I think is, I think is great. I don't have like no ill will to anybody who wants to jump into any type of creative field. I feel like there's, there's room for all of us. And so, but there'll be a lot more people coming out to do that. So who knows? Microphone sales might be booming and roadcaster pros might be booming and it's wild. I mean, like I'm, I'm trying to now that, you know, there's more time available, um, you know, with, uh, all of my client work kind of taking a backseat right now. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, I'm really kind of trying to like pump out podcasts and like, you know, I kind of lost my, uh, kind of like my want to keep up with YouTube and stuff. And I'm thinking like, you know what? Next week, I've got some free time. I'm just gonna I'm gonna pop on. I'm gonna make a YouTube video real quick, and and I think like the whole thing is, you know, I teach beginners, um, so that was like my thing. I was like, you know, why am I trying to like teach people camera tips who are on my level or know more than me? You know yeah. what I mean? Like that, I'm not making these videos for these people. I'm making them for the people that want to start a YouTube channel who are like hesitant about you know, starting a channel or doing something. So it's like what I'm telling people right now is just like double down on, on creating content because if there was ever a time ever in the entire world to do it, it's right now. <laughs> exactly. Like, Dude, and there's a lot of people that are probably really hesitant, even, even looking at say your setup and think, gosh, that's what I need to, to make a podcast. And I mean, in all honesty, it's like you can just use the microphone on your phone to yeah, make one. Absolutely. There's so many like there's so many podcasts out there that range in quality too that are mm-hmm. pumping out episodes. Like you might have an episode someone who's making a podcast that records in their car while they're driving with a, like a a headset. And you hear the road noise and you hear everything. It's not even like studio quality sound, but they're still making content. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've got to, you're, you're going to go crazy if you're, if you're not like doing something to, to help the the time pass. It's just like, you know, and you, and you don't need a setup, anything like minor, anything like, uh, you know, guys who have multi-million dollar studios or something like that. It's just, um, you know, when I was decided that I wanted to be anchored in one spot, then I was like, you know what, I'm going to take this, I'm going to take this more seriously. And in turn, because I was using it as a marketing, you know, move from my business, I was like, well, then these people are going to take me more seriously also. Yeah. And then, you know, it kind of snowballed and I was like, well, the more professional this all looks, the more professional they, they, they think it is and they want to do business with me. So you know, it kind of went that route and, uh, you know, it's, it's cool because I'm definitely like, you know, in talks with people to sell, you know, ads in the beginning of the podcast. So 
you know, even if these people don't want to necessarily pull the trigger on like, you know, a six or $10,000 video. Yeah. Then maybe they want to, you know, pull the trigger on like, Hey, you know, I'm going to advertise on this dude's podcast because it's hitting a lot of people, uh, you know, for a couple hundred bucks a month or something like that. Especially local people. That's yeah, absolutely. So if it's like, you know, you're listening to the show, you're in your car and you're like, okay, I'm listening to this local thing. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh, Hey, here's an ad for the stereo shop in downtown Greensburg. And it's like, Oh, well, yeah, I know who those people are. It's just like, it's, (laughs) people get real excited about, you know, hearing things that they, they know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's real wild. Dude. I like that, man. Well, definitely. But yeah, man, I want to thank you for taking the time to, to talk to me and, um, right on dude. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. It's nice to be, to be on the, in the guest seat every (laughs) once in a while. (laughs) I know you sort of get to sit, sit and just like, I don't know. Like there's a lot of thinking that goes on when you're, well, when you're the host. Oh I my mean, God. Yeah. You got to steer the whole ship. Yeah. You got to monitor levels. You got to do all, it's just, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> so I'm going to end the stream and then, um, I'll end the episode, but don't hang up just yet. So, all right. Gotcha. All right, man. Thank you for taking the time. And for those of you who are still listening, thank you for taking the time to listen to this. Be sure to give it a thumbs up and a like, and to check out the local, sorry, the area code again. It's cut off on my on my image. Uh, it's the it's the, uh, it's the local seven two four podcast. You can check it out. Uh, it's on iTunes, but you can check it out on our website. It's the the local seven two four dot com. Awesome, man! Thank you again. Thanks a lot, dude.